what is the general feeling around the league? Because the whole league's there about the Patriots this offseason. They are really a, a minor story. They would be down in the 15th paragraph of a 30-paragraph story. They're, I don't want to say they're Chicago Bears-level interest, but actually Chicago's got the number one overall pick, so I don't even know if the interest is that high. They've already made the moves that are conversation-worthy. They've at least got their basic sedan back on the highway, pointed in the correct direction on the road back to the Super Bowl, but the thing only goes about 63 miles an hour. That was Tom Curran, who joins us each and every Thursday at 3.30. So a little over 24 hours from now. I assigned him some homework last week. I don't know if he's if he's done it or gotten to the bottom of it. But, sure, uh, over Super Bowl weekend that happened. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk to Tom tomorrow. Can't imagine what else he's been doing. As we do each and every Thursday at 3.30. And if you miss any of our interviews, you can go back and listen to the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to Jones and Mega with Arcan on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. So Tom Curran says the Patriots have no buzz. They might be below the Chicago Bears when it comes to buzz. They're the 15th paragraph in a 30-paragraph story, 32-paragraph story, I guess, in the NFL. And what do the Patriots do today? They turn around and raise their season ticket prices on Patriots fans, not just season ticket holders, on Patriots fans across the board. For a team that has not made the playoffs uh, in two years, I guess, missed the playoffs last year, has not won a playoff game in four years, and no longer has Tom Brady. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. How do you feel about a Patriots fan? 617-779-7937. And normally I'd say... You're raising season ticket prices. If you're a worthwhile product, then I get it. You know, Tom Brady's here. I get it. To watch Mac Jones and a boring-ass team, you're raising prices? Why? So I'm reading here from Phil Perry. Reese and Phil both had this tweet today. Maybe a bunch of the other beat writers did as well. But I saw those two specifically today, and Phil had a big write-up on it. He writes, prices are up everywhere for just about everything. Patriots, tickets included. And I'm not going to blame inflation for this. <laughs> the team informed Thanks, season, Biden. The team informed season ticket holders on Wednesday morning of their first stadium-wide ticket price increase in 15 years. I think that's supposed to sound like a good thing. Oh, we haven't raised ticket prices in 15 years. You missed your window. They're also they're dancing around with the facts here a little bit. I mean, they are. You're right because uh, he it's, writes. It's not like different individual sections haven't risen haven't had rising prices so, in the last 15 years it's just stadium wide stadium wide you're it's right a blanket so height. so they're toying around with that that wording there but Phil does say most individual sections of Gillette Stadium have seen either one or two ticket price increases which Mego just said in that span but this is the first stadium wide increase since 2008 to which I say again you missed your window like you should have been raising ticket prices when Brady was here don't raise your ticket prices to watch effing Mac Raise your ticket prices to watch Brady when you're competing for Super Bowls and in the AFC Championship game every year. Not when you're missing the playoffs and going 8-9 and nine and your quarterback is crying coming off the field and bitching and MFing at your coaches. Like, don't do that. The Patriots are going to play nine games at Gillette this year, eight regular season games, one preseason game. They have another home contest to be played in Germany, which, again, you're raising ticket price. You don't even have a full home slate this year. One of the home games are in Germany. With one less game in Foxborough compared to 2022, the bottom line impact on the hike may be blunted, but an increase in per-game costs, which it is an increase in per-game costs, 
will keep Patriots tickets among the most expensive in the NFL. And this was newsworthy to me. I didn't realize this. The Patriots are the third most expensive ticket when you do. uh, And I guess this is the metric that, uh, who is this? Sidelines.io? Don't shoot! Don't shoot the messenger on this. This is Phil Perry's reference. Newsweek here. also has it. Great, Newsweek. Let's go with that. There's I no sidelines.io. Okay, <laughs> I've never heard of sidelines.io. Newsweek. Good. Average ticket: sixteen ounce beer, hot dog, parking. Total cost: you're the third most expensive in the NFL. Raiders lead the way at two seventy three point four seven forty seven cents. Forty ers at two hundred forty one dollars seventy one cents. Patriots at two twenty four thirty five. That's ahead of the Cowboys. The Cowboys are fourth. You're ahead of the Giants, which is kind of surprising with New York. You're ahead of everybody not named the Raiders and the Niners, and those are two new stadiums. Your stadium's not that new. Your stadium was built in 2002. It's very not new. Opened in 2002. Yeah. Okay, so you got, but you it's got a 20-year-old stadium. It's getting jazzed up. It is getting the facelift. You're getting a lighthouse. It's a really big lighthouse. Bigger scoreboard. Bigger lighthouse. Okay, at least the scoreboard adds to the in-game experience. But here's what I don't care. I don't care about that. I I, I thought you... I know, but what is? how much of this is going towards the stupid freaking decorative lighthouse? No, no, no. If you want to upgrade your stadium, Robert, upgrade your stadium. But don't put it on the backs of the fans. You want to build a bigger lighthouse? No one asked for it. Nobody asked for the bigger lighthouse. What no about one, the ships at sea? No, no one has lighthouse How are they going to find how to get around Foxborough Bay? No one's got lighthouse <laughs> envy. No one's worried about the size. Like, I've, I've come to grips with it over the years. Like, no one's that worried about it. And if you care, then you pay for it. Don't raise the prices on the fans. And I'm not even outraged at uh, a capitalistic society and Robert Kraft wanting to make more money. What I am outraged at is the timing of it. You're asking us to pay more when Mac Jones is going 8-9 and nine and airmailing receivers every week. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Can I offer a theory yes. as to why this is necessary? Go for it. Because they're not selling jerseys like they used to. They're not selling merch. They're not selling tickets. It's not the same. I mean, listen, these last couple years have been kind of rough. I know they had the one playoff game, but they haven't won a playoff game in how long? Uh, in two of those years, they didn't make the playoffs. That place, that whole area, Patriot Place, that got built on the sales of a lot of Brady and Gronk jerseys and yeah. Ty Law jerseys, all the, you know, Richard Seymour, Will Fork, all these guys. You don't have a lot of guys that are really all that. You got Judon. Mac Jones sells jerseys, but he's the quarterback. I doubt he's uh, that high right now. And other than that, I mean, who who else is really even that marketable? I'd say you don't have it right now. It's a good point. If the fan base isn't buying jerseys and showing up to the games and paying for concessions, then you need to make up the money elsewhere. And to which I'll say, well, this might be the classic, like, be careful what you wish for. Because mm-hmm. the fans may stop showing up and they may say, mm, you know what? I'm not all that interested in watching this team if you have the third most expensive ticket in the league, but you're the 20th best team in the league, why am I paying for it? Just so you can make the same money you used to make? Well, then start winning games and start investing in the team. You didn't spend a dime hardly in free agency last year. Now you want to raise your ticket prices on me? Not going to have it. Well, it's also, I mean, there's a barrier to entry with Patriots games already. It's an outdoor stadium in a cold weather city. Traffic is horrendous. No sky tunnels around (laughs) it. And it's in the middle yep. of freaking nowhere. I mean, yep. who was it who played here last year? Was it the? It was a. It was someone coming out of nowhere. Was it a Detroit? team or a player? Oh, I, I think don't know. it was Detroit. Who was like talking smack about the drive from their hotel? I don't know why they didn't stay in Patriot Place, but from whatever hotel they were in Providence or Boston, coming to Foxborough, and they were like, "Yeah, we didn't know where we were. We're in the <laughs> middle of nowhere." I mean, that's how it feels for fans who don't go all the time. Like, oh, it's all the way out here in Foxborough. No offense to Foxborough. Like, lovely stuff down there, but not really convenient to anything. No. 
not convenient to spending the night when you don't want to get back out on the road and drive somewhere after having a couple of these kind of expensive beers at the stadium. So they are dropping uh, parking prices, okay? Parking on the stadium side of Route 1 is going to fall from 80 to 25, plus in an effort for the club to mitigate delays on Route 1, parking opposite of the stadium will cost $50, uh, which cost $50 last year, will now be free. Okay, so it went from 50 bucks to free, but you still got to hike across Route 1. It dropped for the better parking. And there's an option where if you wait 75 minutes after the game, they're going to give you a $50 gift card. Where I don't know what you're spending your, your money on in the meantime, if you're going and enjoying Patriot Place and spending money elsewhere, I have Patriot no idea. Patriot Place, if it's a night game, it's going to be close. Well, fair point. But it's a $50 Visa gift card you if you want to wait. You know what people are going to be doing? Drinking. Sitting in the back of their car drinking before sure. they hit the road. All I'm saying is I, I don't care that they're dropping the parking prices. I'd still be outraged. I still am outraged. And I'd be frustrated if you're asking me to pay more for this team when the team isn't winning playoff games and you're not spending on the team. Which brings me back to something Tom Curran told Gresham Fourier on Monday, maybe? Uh, or Tuesday? Yesterday. I'm sorry. Uh, he revealed what he knows about the breakfast, which went down uh, late last week, Super Bowl week in Arizona, where it was Tom and Phil, and a couple of writers from the Boston Globe. Nicole was, Yang and Jim McBride. And Jim McBride, thank you. This so, was also a shock to Christian Fourier. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yes. He did not know about the breakfast. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's, let's hear Tom Curran filling in the gaps on the breakfast, which I wonder if it's all related to, again, the Patriots and their spending, which has been my theory all along. To me, it was more reiterating for us the stern tone of that season ticket letter that he sent out at the end of the season, how disappointed they were, how, how unsatisfying it was, and how committed they are to making sure it goes better. And I think he wanted to reiterate that to anybody who was at the table. And this isn't being compromising anything that was offered on the record. It's characterizing the conversation. Stacy, if you're listening. Um, so to me, that was an effort to amplify how he felt about last year and a commitment to do well. Uh, in 2023 and to make sure that media people who cover the team understand how much he wants that point to get across. He was involved, too. I think that was the other aspect of it, too. Don't think he's uninvolved. He was involved. He was involved with, and he cited on online that, that he was in, excuse me, not online, but in the other interviews that he was involved in the decision um, on the offensive coaching. He was he wants people to know he's involved. Okay, and that means Bill O'Brien this year, but it also means he was involved in Patricia and Judge last year, and I wouldn't let him skate on that. So good. So you're going to raise season ticket prices so you can go out and spend? I mean, doesn't, doesn't this tie directly back to the statement, the weirdo statement that they put out to season ticket holders probably. at the end of the season? Yeah. When they said, like, we're going to do better. Oh, just wait. And it was very strange. Yeah, I just, again, you shouldn't need to raise. You didn't spend anything on the team last year. So you're going to raise season ticket prices to spend on them this year? That's annoying. 617-779-7937. Let's go to David in the car. What's going on, David? Hey, how you doing? Thank you for taking the call. I really appreciate it. So being um, you know, being a season holder, I'm not happy with this raising of these tickets because, um, you know, it, it's an issue. We haven't, like you said, Jones, we haven't won anything in a few years. And, uh, you know, this is not – I've been selling – last year I sold four of my games – friends and stuff like that because it was just ridiculous now this year like you said one of the home games is away so why why are they raising the tickets now they should not i don't think they should i'm not happy about it yeah and look again even if you count for the parking offset you're still one of the most expensive tickets in the nfl where you were third last year uh behind only the raiders and the niners so 
Isn't the home? I will say this: Isn't the home slate halfway decent this year? In their defense, don't they have the Chiefs and Eagles on the on the slate this year? Plus, you're getting a Buffalo game, obviously. Maybe Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. I think the I think you're getting both Super Bowl teams here. I believe, but that's uh maybe that's something I should have uh, checked beforehand. So maybe that's, I'm grabbing it right now. So we've got yep Buffalo, Kansas City, Miami, the Jets, uh, the Colts, the Chargers, the Saints, the Eagles, and the Commanders. But I don't know which one of those will factor into the overseas game. Yeah, that's a good point, right? You got to subtract one to play overseas. We know it won't Patriots, be the Chiefs. Chiefs and we well, we know it won't Munich. be the, we know it won't be the Chiefs because the Chiefs are also playing in Germany. So we know it won't be the Chiefs. I I doubt that they're going to want to let the Eagles go there. That meaning, feels like primetime Commanders territory. <laughs> yes, nine a.m. Say. That could be if you were hoping to go see your Washington football team, your Washington Commanders there, Mego. Uh, this year at Gillette, probably not going to happen. How will I live? Probably going to be played uh, over in Europe. But so at least in their defense, like I think they're better games maybe than they, they were this year. But still, uh, just the idea that it was Mac Jones and you're going eight and nine and you haven't won a playoff game in four years and now we're raising the prices while we added a lighthouse and maybe we're going to spend in free agency. That's an insult. It's a slap across the face is what it is. 617-779-7937. We'll get to all your feedback on this if you want to weigh in. And how do you feel about the lighthouse? Does the lighthouse bring you back to the stadium? Were you always looking at that lighthouse in the corner going, going uh, it's just so short? Yeah. It's so embarrassing. When you call people, that a lighthouse? If it were just a little bigger. <laughs> if it were just, if it just had a little more girth. Good night, everybody. That would be, that would be exactly what I need. Uh, 617-779-7937. And we spent a lot of time yesterday on Derek Carr to the Patriots. Some would say too much time. <laughs> I don't know where the, the numbers came in on that final poll. I, I'd assume it evened out to about 50-50, I'd have to <laughs> guess. Uh, maybe I did a poor job of asking what you should do with Mac Jones in that scenario. Put another way, would you trade Mac Jones? Would the Raiders be interested in Mac Jones? Let's get to all of that right after trending with Christian Arcan. We believe in him. Uh, we believe uh, in what he can do, and we know the competitor that he is. That's the thing about playing quarterback. Uh, is is a gift and a curse, right? You can uh, one one moment be the best thing that the newest best thing to the NFL, then the and very next moment, you could be terrible. And it's a week-to-week league, and it's a year-to-year league. So uh, we're going to see what he do next next year. One year don't define him, but also his first year don't define him. We got to see what he continuously uh, does in this league, and we got to see how he improves uh, from year to year. In the locker room, we believe in that. It's Matthew Judon. He's like, yeah, race season ticket prices. I believe in Mac. Those jerseys are going to be flying off the shelves. That's true. Those Mac 10 jerseys. The one guy who does sell jerseys is Judah. Uh, it's a good Do you point. see a lot of Judah yeah, jerseys? I was just, just going to ask. I wonder. I mean, Probably more than like, anyone else, yeah. Than any other current player, yeah. I think Mac was selling jerseys. I, I wonder how many are still getting purchased. I still see a lot of Gronk, Edelman, Brady jerseys. When you go to the games, it's well, all old players. And to Arcan's point, and you guys can weigh in on this, 617-779-7937. I thought it was actually a good point by Arcan Mego. Thanks. Actually, for once. Actually, for once. He'll okay. probably change it by the time we get to 530. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, no. When we when like, we actually when we discuss this again in the five o'clock hour, he'll definitely uh, have a different jersey argument. sales don't really matter because they're <laughs> shared English. across the league. <laughs> Doesn't so matter. Pretty but, stupid idea but, to talk about. But I like most connected the Patriots raising season ticket prices to well, a maybe their spending spree in the off season if they're going to do it, and I think they'll they'll certainly spend more than last year. It'd be impossible not to. They didn't spend hardly anything. But I also connected it to the upgrades in the stadium. Mm, New I scoreboard. I to the weather, bro- the weather balloons and the spy <laughs> balloons and China. All of those things. New scoreboard, 
new lighthouse, maybe to shoot down weather balloons. Maybe that's uh, it's part of a government project. That's why it has maybe. to be taller. That's true. That's true. To you catch can shoot the balloons. Down, well, and the alien space objects as well. Uh, so you can shoot all that down. Uh, I connected it to that. Arkan says, well, maybe this is evidence that they're hurting in their wallet. And not like, you know, they're panhandling for change or anything like that, but it's lost revenue, it's lost wages. What they used to make, they're no longer making because Brady's not here and they're not making the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that, that's, that probably is what it is. It's a great point by Arkan. Actually, a great point by Arkan. Good job, Arkan. Yeah, celebrate back Thanks, there. Thanks, everyone. Take, take a victory lap. I will. That's, that's what it is. They're not make, this is an acknowledgement that they're not making money like they used to. They're not as buzzy as they used to be. They're not as interesting as they used to be. We all know they're not as good as they used to be. So what do they do? Well, we got to make our revenue back somehow. Let's raise season ticket prices on Joe Schmo. Gouge them. Get good players so I want to buy their jersey. Well, like, I'm not buying your jersey because I don't think any of these guys are worth me spending $129 on. So you punish me by jacking up the ticket prices because you're not putting on a good product? No, I mean, look, I, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying I think it is an acknowledgement of what's going on. I yeah. think it's, a, I think it's again. And uh, it's not just jerseys either. I mean, I said that just kind of as a, as a thing. But, like, think about it. The holidays, every Christmas for the last 20 years, Patriots, that was a big gift for, like, yeah. young guy. You know what I mean? Like, nope. everybody got Patriots stuff. And I, and I don't I, know anybody who's getting that stuff last year. And I forget the specifics on jersey sales. I think some of it is shared revenue. If it's sold in your pro shop, maybe you get the full, uh, uh, you know, revenue from it. I, mm. I, I don't remember all the details with it. But even just as simple as... People showing up to games and hanging around and buying beers and buying food and going to Patriot Place. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they're still selling the stadium out, but are people as into going? Are people willing to pay as much? We're about to find out since they're raising season ticket prices. And again, it's Jones and Mego with Arcan. 617-779-7937. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say play 93.7 WEEI. So on Judon, who was on Jim Rome, by the way, that was the program he was on. Uh, McCorkle, uh, rack that. Uh, rack ta- him. Talk about, talk about McCorkle. Lava. <laughs> I want to hear more about how his name's McCorkle. Close. He's actually Michael. Uh, McCorkle is a middle name. I, you know what? I saw somebody. Was that you who tweeted that recently? No, it wasn't. I saw, I that saw recently. somebody else. I'm not giving them credit. It's just his name. It's Michael McCorkle. You didn't make Jones, it up. Yeah. Mike Jones, nerd. McCorkle Jones, cool. Rack that. Uh, but so that what was up. That was Judon clowns and the Patriot. <laughs> the pa- sound off on McCorkle clowns. And so, <laughs> you know, Judon's talking about believing in Mac Jones. We believe in Mac Jones in this room. I know you two do. I, I know you're in the same room as all the Patriots, apparently believing in McCorkle, Mike McCorkle, Mac Jones. But uh, when it comes to our discussion about Derek Carr yesterday, which I know fans just loved. I know fans were like, Jones, great point. Go get Derek Carr. I was surprised to wake up and read, well, a couple of things today. Number one, the Patriots were, did you see this? I, I sent this last night. I actually forgot about this till right now. The uh, the betting odds on uh, uh, Derek uh, Derek Carr going to the, the Patriots or anywhere else, did you see this last night? It's like over 1,400, yeah? Yes, but they're, but they're one of the six teams that that are listed. Panthers, Saints, Jets, Bucks, Commanders, Patriots. They're one of the only teams that are listed. So They're one of the, quote, others point, that were cited. Thank you. One of the others that were cited in all the reporting yesterday, Patriots are plus 1,400, which matches the Washington Commanders, trails Tampa Bay, the Jets, the Saints, and the Panthers. The Panthers, the Jets, the Titans, and some others. Others. Yeah. They're the others. Okay? Uh, furthermore. You know what's different about them and all those other teams? Just real quick before you jump off that. What? All those other teams were in that uh, tier of what's the quarterback situation. Quarterback remember? purgatory. Yeah, they were we, all in quarterback purgatory. We discussed the tiers yesterday. Except you, yeah. yeah, in that whole in that whole list. 
Okay, you're the only one supposedly with a quarterback and you're on the list. Interesting. Hmm, very interesting. Then we also have Mike Florio, who just kind of threw this in uh, on Pro Football Talk about how the Raiders are going to replace Carr. And I guess this didn't really occur to me yesterday. Uh, He says, Jarrett Stidham's due to become a free agent. He can walk away signing with anybody he wants. Other free agents that could attract the attention of Josh McDaniels or Jimmy Garoppolo, he's hitting the market. Jacoby Brissett, who has Patriots DNA. Gross. (laughs) Yeah, not the greatest way to word it. (laughs) Or Mike Florio writes at Pro Football Talk, how about Mac Jones? Ah. After the season ended, Patriots coach Bill Belichick was asked whether Jones will be the team's starter in 2023. And Ryan, what did Bill Belichick have to say about Mac Jones? It's one of my favorite comments from Bill's uh, season wrap-up. Well, I think there's, uh, you know, Mac has the ability to, um, you know, to play quarterback in this league. And, you know, we have to all work together to try to, you know, find the best um, and most, uh, you know, best way to, as a a football team, um, which obviously the quarterback's an important position to be more productive than we were this year. So Bill not exactly sold on Mac Jones, as we all know. And I can't, I can't wait. The first, uh, the first Mac Jones interview uh, is, is it the first question we ask or one of the first questions we asked about Bill and how he feels about his starting quarterback, but Bill not sold. Hey, the Patriots are in the betting community linked to Derek Carr, as I tried to tell you all yesterday. So is it possible the Patriots trade Mac Jones? Like, is that a stupid question to ask? Is it possible they trade well, Mac Jones? Let's go back to the first point. Why are they linked to Derek Carr? I know why you think they're linked. Why are they linked to Derek Carr? Which is that you think that Derek Carr is a better Derek quarterback Carr's than Mac better Jones. Than Mac Jones. And yes. going to be better for the next two to three years, so why not go down that path? Mm-hmm. It's clear it's the Josh McDaniels-Bill Belichick connection. That's why people are putting money on this, and if they're doing that in any kind of way, on the odds out in Vegas, is because they see the direct connection. Okay, former offensive coordinator who is very close with Bill Belichick. They were together longer than any other coaching coaches on the staff together besides Dante Scarnecchia, who's not there anymore. And so, of course, they're looking at it going, well, nobody has reported anything. Nobody has cited any connection there or that they're looking to move on from Mac Jones in any real way, just these bizarrely cold press conferences from Bill, which isn't totally unusual for Bill, but there is the connection between those two coaches. There is, but you you have to acknowledge, and Bill is very cold and and not very forthcoming in those interviews. It's not the first time we've heard him put down a quarterback. Okay, but that is... Yeah, I can confirm that. But, like... Saying he can play in the league. Hey, play we, all, in the league. we all know how old Tom Brady is. No, but I, I understand. But that wasn't saying, yeah, I don't know if Tom can play in the or league. Play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he was wondering, I guess, in fairness, how much longer Brady could play. But he wasn't like, yeah, gee, I don't know if Tom can play. And when he was pressed on it, he like scoffed at the line of questioning from Mike Giardi at the time. So, I don't know. I, I, Bill being that cold, we all latched onto it at the time, but I guess because it was weeks ago, we all move on to the next shiny object, and I'm as guilty of that as anybody. But Bill's not sold on Mac Jones. Florio says, gee, I don't know. Maybe the Raiders could be interested in Mac Jones. McDaniels likes him. He loves him. Did you see the two of them embracing okay. after the game? So, again, let me ask the question. Is it is it crazy to ask whether or not the Patriots could be trading Mac Jones this offseason? Like, is that a crazy thing to ask? It's not crazy, but I don't think it's likely. Because I look at the hiring of Bill O'Brien and, his, and Mac Jones' own connection to Bill O'Brien through Alabama, and it feels like this is the shot that they're giving Mac. 
that they're trying to recognize, whether it's because Kraft is putting pressure on Bill Belichick or Jonathan Kraft is the Krafts together or Bill is just looking at it himself and says, don't even bring it up, Bob. I know it was screwed up. I've already got Billy on the phone. It's fine. Either way, it does feel like rather than moving on and trying to find somebody else or trade and start over, it feels much more likely, looks much more likely by all accounts that they're trying to bring Bill O'Brien in to reset and get things back on track. Is it crazy, Arkan? I don't think it's as crazy as I might have thought before that Herald article came out. You know, I it may, maybe that's just sort of stuck with me, but I think that that whole thing, maybe if it wasn't Mac as one of the direct sources there, you know that he had a hand in it. You know that it was sort of echoing a lot of the things that he said, and whoever it was was bold enough to go to Callahan and Karen and tell them all that. And I wonder if maybe that was something that Bill looks at and says, you know, if I have a chance, I'm I'm getting rid of this guy because he's got he's got everybody in this locker room sort of against me. Well, right now. and right, and just to take a step back, and not only. And that's a great point. Like, is the locker room supporting Mac more than Bill? Yeah. Yes. If they are, yeah. I, I understand doubting Bill Belichick, but I, I, I think I would side with Bill over Mac. But that's like a real tough Maybe decision for me. Maybe not if you were there day to day watching it, the way that it was described in the Herald. I mean, I watch him once a week. I don't watch him day to day, but I watch him once a week. And I'll be honest, I don't love what I see. But right, these are still these are still Bill's buddies. Mm-hmm. Patricia and Judge are Bill's guys, and when you're MFing... That's why they're still hanging around like two bad burps. Right, 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 right. But the fact that they're still here, the stinky burps in the room, like every time we open the studio door at 2 to walk in here, the stinky burps in the room, Patricia and Judge are still here. Like, they're still here for a reason. Bill likes them. They're Bill's buddies. And so Mac MFing them and cursing at them is MFing Bill Belichick. And if Bill says, hey, Robert, we can get X for Mac Jones... Is Robert Kraft going to intervene, and would Robert Kraft step in if Bill had a trade lined up for Mac? 617-779-7937. Is it crazy to ask if Mac Jones could be traded? Again, the Patriots are, in the betting community, linked to Derek Carr. Plus 1,400, longer odds, but they're one of only six teams listed. And furthermore, Florio writes today that maybe the Raiders, hmm, just out of thin air, maybe the Raiders are interested in Mac Jones. Josh McDaniels would love him. They don't have Derek Carr anymore. Interesting. Could they trade him? 617-779-7937. If they did, Mego, and now we're getting into the, the hypothetical world. If they did trade Mac Jones, what would you want? You're Bill Belichick. You're picking up the phone. People are calling about Mac Jones. What do you want for him to say, I'll do the deal? So, first of all, another one other reason I don't think they're going to do it is because I don't think it makes sense in terms of getting the best return on trade. Like if her, I understand there's you're not selling, a lot. You're of, selling low. Yeah, I sure. mean you're selling at the lowest possible point yeah, right doing, now. You'd hope you're doing what Bill usually likes to do. Uh, be on the Take other side. Take advantage of, of. and Correct. that's why I think Bill won't do it because I don't. You're not going to get back a first round pick, which is if you're going to go back into getting a quarterback in the draft. Why would you give up your first round draft pick who had a Pro Bowl rookie season? Sorry, I know what that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. But took you to the playoffs. And hit the ground running for the most part for a rookie. Not saying he it's, was incredible or anything, but had a, one good season. One season that I think you screwed up. Why are you going to go for something less than a first-round pick to go get another quarterback to replace him? Fair. All of that's fair. So what would you? What would get you to listen? If another team said, I'll give you X, like, what I, would get you to listen? I, don't say maybe nothing. Maybe a player? I'm not sure. Okay. I'd, have to, I'd have to think. Maybe. Well, what kind of player? An offensive maybe player, you, a defensive you, so player? So, like, if you're going to go out a there. Pro Bowl caliber if player? If you're going to go out there and get somebody like, okay, if Bill would go out and get a Jimmy Garoppolo, if then you're getting someone close to 
like a top six or seven receiver to pair with him. Something like that. Or I know it sounds insane. No. Someone with the elite talent of a Christian McCaffrey, where if you throw him into whatever system you're running there, if it makes sense for him, then it's going to change your offense. So, I, look, I, we obviously... Because it's not going to be a quarterback. You're not going to get Mac Jones, uh, that for Mac Jones, but I get what you're saying. That would get you... It has to be something that changes your offense dramatically. That would get you personally to listen. Fine. And I like the logic that you just brought up. Well... Bill can just sign Jimmy Garoppolo for nothing. That makes it, or, or Derek Carr for nothing, as we discussed yesterday. And now you have a, at least we all agree those are comparable quarterbacks to Mac Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo, Carr can't even acknowledge yesterday. They're in the same stratosphere. Carr might be even be better. It's just, is it worth going through all the trouble, blah, blah, blah. We at least acknowledge they're all in a similar boat where we're splitting up uh, or ranking quarterbacks that are all middle tier quarterbacks. But you're never going to get that for Mac this year. Okay, but, but here's my point. So, Garoppolo comes in or Derek Carr comes in. Now it's what you can get on the side for Mac Jones. And that's totally how Bill looks at stuff, Mm -hmm. by the way. Bill says, well, I can get player Y, who's basically player X. And for player X, I can get Z. But he doesn't look at it with Derek Carr that way because Derek Carr is too expensive. And now I have Y. Well, maybe it's Garoppolo. Now I have Y plus Z and I got rid of X and I'm a better team. Arkan, what would get you to listen on Mac Jones if you're Bill? Two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. Darnold went for two-thirds. Is that how you came up with that math? (laughs) I Um, thought you were asking for two seconds to think about it. And I was like, dude, I just talked for like three minutes. I don't need two seconds to think about it. I would like two-second round picks. That's that's what I'm thinking for a a conversation starter. And it's, yeah, partially some of that. And I was thinking about, you know, some of the wide receivers who went for like, I think Adams was the first in the second, which I think that's asking too much for Mac. But two seconds, I'd I'd listen. Uh, I think that if someone offered you a first and a second, you'd obviously take it. Of course. But uh, two seconds, I think, would get get the conversation. Conversation going. First rounder, I trade. Uh, I don't even ask any questions. If I'm getting a first from Mac, which they won't, I don't even ask questions. Two second rounders, I do in a heartbeat. I want one second round pick. That's all you're. I want, that's all you're taking, Mac. I want what? All I'm taking you're from Mac. Cheap. I want one second you round pick cheap. for Mac Jones, and you can have him. Give I'm, me one second. I'm concerned about your negotiations. One second, and I'll sign Derek Carr, who's better. I'll sign Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not better, but I'll couple that with a second-round pick and whatever they spend in free agency, and I'll surround Jimmy Garoppolo. One second-round pick, that's Suddenly enough for you're me for Mac Jones. very high on their draft again. Well, I'm not telling you they're going to draft well. I'm just, and they have not drafted well. Uh, go and look at some of the redrafts from last year. Go look at where Cole Strange is going. Look at where Tyquan Thornton's dropping to. Jack Jones isn't rising up all that much. Like, go look at some of the redrafts. The Patriots are drafting crappily, but Mac Jones is part of that crappy drafting. I want one second-round pick. What would you guys want? And are we crazy to even discuss it? 617-779-7937. It ties into yesterday's discussion about uh, one of my favorites, Derek Carr. Josh is in Northbridge. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. A quick question for you. Do the Patriots have a wide receiver that's even close to, to Adams? No. I mean, because if Derek Carr is such a great, so much better, and he has uh, Adams to throw to, he can even make it to the playoffs. And then, you know, I would say maybe a coin flip between the two of them right now. So, Josh, Josh, let me. I heard this a little bit yesterday, so be quiet for a second, Josh. I'm going to ask you a question, okay? I heard a lot of this yesterday. Well, he's got Devontae Adams. Well, you have Bill Belichick. Isn't Bill Belichick supposed to be good? What's Bill's 40 time these days? Wasn't Bill Belichick, <laughs> but isn't Bill Belichick supposed to get more out of his team than Josh McDaniels or Jack Del Rio? Interim Brian made this point yesterday. Or was it Ryan? I'm sorry. Maybe it was Ryan who made that point yesterday. Yeah. Like, he played for Jack Del Rio. His is, second, third, and fourth year, he had freaking Jack Del Rio isn't as his Bill, head coach. Uh, fine. Derek Carr has Devontae Adams. You have Bill. Isn't that supposed to be a difference maker, Josh? Well, it's odd because during the regular season, you would have made the, the same, uh, I guess, similar thing saying, well, he doesn't have anybody to throw to, right? Who are the weapons on the Patriots? No. But then you wanted. 
No, no, I, I'm just, I'm, consi- I'm consistent. I'm consistent. I, I, no, no, no. I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to see Mac Jones with weapons. Derek Carr has better weapons than Mac Jones. True. I, I'm not arguing with you on that. True. But I thought Bill Belichick was supposed to make up for that. Like, isn't Mac in a good position because he has way better coaching than Derek Carr's No, had? he had terrible coaching last, last year. Last year, I think that was for sure, yeah. Okay, fine. But Der- Derek Carr's had whatever we talked about yesterday, nine different coordinators. And Mac was good his, Offensive his rookie year. Yeah, okay, big fine. Uh, Mac wasn't that good his rookie year. He was fine his rookie year. He wasn't as good as Derek Carr's rookie year. That same year Derek Carr threw for, I said this a bunch he yesterday. He was good. He was I'm not fine. he was really good. Derek, Say he's good. Derek Carr Say was, he was good. He was fine. If he was good, then Derek Carr was great that year because Carr was better. Two years ago, Carr was better than Mac. Tell me it was good. They were, Tell me I'm good. They were both. Tell me I'm good. Say they, it. They Tell were, me I'm good. Tell me. I guess Say I didn't realize it. that. Tell was, me I'm good. I didn't realize Tell that was the good. reference. Tell me I'm good. 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 Thank you. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the reference we were making there, but I appreciate it more now. Actually, a good reference. Joe's in the car. Go ahead, Joe. Um, how? What year is Carr going into in his career? Like his seventh, eighth year, or something like that? Yeah, it might even be more. Might even be. Yeah. Um, I just. Joe, he's no, 32. He has, Quarterbacks play until they're 40 now in the NFL. You're worried about him? He's 32 years old. So maybe he's a backup somewhere because that's all I see for his potential. And if, if Max got the coach and then Carr, you know, had the receivers, it's just – I didn't – I would, uh, yeah. You still got to get a quarter. You still need a quarterback if you get rid of Mac. And Derek Carr is not the answer. Yeah, I think he's at least comparable. If you think Mac is better, then I don't know where you saw that or where you've ever seen that in your life watching Mac Jones because he's never been better than Derek Carr. But if you think Derek Carr is a backup, then that kind of tells me everything I need to know about Patriots fans. You overrate Mac, and you don't know what you're looking at with other quarterbacks because Derek Carr ain't a backup. He's not like a top 10 quarterback in the league, but he's definitely top 15, probably top 12. Maybe he's even the back end of the top 10. That's what Derek Carr is. Mac Jones ain't that. You think he's back end right of now? the top 10 this year? I think right two, now? I think two years ago he was there. I don't right think it's now. Crazy. I don't think it's crazy to say he's in the top 10. Right now. I think yeah. you are crazy. I that's just a, that's, that's wild. Crazy. Why is that that's wild? Crazy. Because he's about as good as Mac's rookie year last year. Like, if, it, like if you tossed Carr. up like him or Tua, who's better? Tua. I don't know. I don't know that they're that different. But I don't think two is that great. It's kind of hard to grade Tua on the same scale right now, too. But I'd say, uh, like, you know, I, if I had to come up last with somebody, year, Tua was on an MVP track. If Derek I had to Carr come up with was. a quarterback on like the back end of the top ten, Tua is like an immediate name that comes to mind. I think Carr's at least close to that. Those Kirk Cousins. That's yeah, the guy that's exactly. like back end top right, ten. Like exactly, Kirk back, Cousins is better than Carr. The back end of the I, I agree. Kirk Cousins is better than Derek Carr, but that's the back end of the top ten. Like he's he basically is that. It's a pretty steep. Even decline. if we even if we have him twelve. Instead of back end of the top ten, he's better than he's I not need a backup. To make my list. I think of like Lawrence and Geno Smith and those guys as the back end of the top ten. Yeah. Right. Like Geno Smith is a great one. Now you're taking Geno Smith over Derek Carr? Yeah. Over one year. Yeah. Okay, I'm not. I like Geno Smith. I like what he did last year. I'll take Geno over Mac. I'm not taking I'm talking over about Derek right Carr. now. I'm not talking about their whole career. I'm I understand, about right now but today. you guys all just write off one bad year for Mac, and you're not willing to write off one bad year for Derek Carr? Why? Now all of a sudden because Derek Carr Because Derek sucks? Carr was playing for Josh McDaniels and had Hunter Renfro, what? Devontae Adams, and freaking, what's his name, Waller half the and time. And he's substantially older than Mac Jones, too. Again, he's 32. That's not old for quarterbacks. He's it's the same, older than Mac Jones. He's the same age as Geno Smith. He Eight is older than older. Mac Jones. He is older than Mac Jones. True. What I did just, Mac Jones have in his headset, Arcan? What Carr, did it sound like? Derek Carr had a bad year with a coach who didn't believe in him in a new offense. Like, not to let him off the hook. He had a bad year. I'm telling you he had a bad year. I don't think he all of a sudden stinks now. I don't know that Mac Jones has never I been as good as him. Historically, quarterbacks have really suffered in that offense. Are you familiar with the run-pass option? <laughs> good, because neither am I. <laughs>
617. We're going place with you and me. 779-7937. I didn't mean to bring up a second straight day of Derek Carr talk, but he is available. And, 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 what could you get for Mac Jones? Is it crazy to talk about trading Mac Jones? We'll continue with that, and we have our triple play next. Jones and Mako return after this on WEEI. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play! The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. Jones and Mago. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples is best. It's time for the triple play. And since it's Wednesday, that means it's Wager Wednesday. Got three bets for you here. And uh, we'll start off with bet number one. Number one. The Detroit Pistons are in town. They are 12.5-point underdogs to the Celtics. It was 7.5 before the injury report came out. Say. Uh, but Jason Tatum playing added five points to that uh, to that spread. So who do you like, Detroit plus 12.5 or the Celtics? Megan, go ahead. I like the Celtics. Uh, they got a break on the horizon, all-star break. Even though they're out, uh, they're not going to have Jalen. Everybody else is back for the most part, right? I think Rob Williams will play tonight. And the Pistons are the cellar dwellers. They should definitely cover. I mean, they should. I'm just trying to remember now. The Celtics lost to Detroit earlier this year, didn't they? Oh, Either no. they lost or they got like a couple tough games, but I don't know if they lost. Them. No, maybe I'm wrong. I just looked. They just beat them recently. Yeah, no, I'm just dead wrong about that. Uh, so look, here's my logic, and they're not going to cover. They're all checked out. They're all checked out. Tatum's ready to go to the All-Star game. They didn't game. play last night. No, 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 but but Tatum's already one foot out the door going to the All-Star game. Like, I wouldn't expect Tatum to have a good game tonight. Famous last words, he's probably going off for yeah, 50. Now, okay, now I'm definitely <laughs> but like, taking But, like, covering. I wouldn't expect Tatum to have a great game tonight. He's checked out. He's ready to go to the All-Star game and do what players do at the All-Star game. And so he's all excited and focused on that. He's not focused on the Pistons tonight. They're also at home, and they're playing in front of Christian Arcan. That's Marcus, right. Marcus Smart's going to come back tonight Ignoring and be like, Arcan oh, practice. I'm better than Derek White. He's going to try to put on a show tonight because he's Marcus Smart, and he's back at home, and he's going to try to put on a show and have like eight turnovers in the first quarter and brick three after three after three because he's trying to prove how much better he is than Derek White when it turns out they're basically the same, as Mego proved earlier today. But... I don't have to that's, sit here and... That's not with the math. I think that's, that was my interpretation. That is not with the and I just, metrics. And, and I don't have to hear anywhere near as much about Derek White as I have to hear about Marcus Smart and all his stupid, dumb intangibles. The Celtics probably win. Of course they're going to win. They're better than the Pistons. They're not going to cover. They're not covering the 12 and a half because the whole team is checked out, except for Marcus Smart, who's going to try to prove something tonight. It's going to blow up in his face in front of Christian Arch. They're going to cover. All right, let's go to question, or should I say wager number two. Number two. All right, as you may or may not know, Tiger Woods this morning uh, walked, played, and walked 16 holes in the Genesis <laughs> Invitational Pro-Am. Whoa, he's walking! His first he's public walking. round of golf since missing the cut at last year's Open Championship at St. Andrews. The question is, and the odds in Vegas right now on this are pretty even, will Tiger make the cut at the Genesis Invitational this weekend? Yes or no, Jones? Uh, I'll say yes. I'll say he makes the cut, and I'm very anti-Tiger, and this whole thing with Tiger is so annoying. Like, oh, he's walking again. Oh, look at him out there gutting it out. But it's a tournament that doesn't matter. It's not a major. It's also his first one, right? Is this his first one? This year? I think so. Yeah, it's the first time he's played since the Open. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry. I, I couldn't remember. I, I There was some talk if he was going to play in Hawaii. I couldn't remember if he actually did. I miss you saying that. My mistake, Arkand. I half listened to you anyway. So when it comes to this tournament, it's his first one. So his knee's probably going to be fine, at least until, like, Saturday. All he's going to do is have his knee okay for Thursday and Friday to make the cut. He'll probably do it. But... In a real tournament that matters against a stacked field in real competition, 
Hell no, he can't make a cut these days. He stinks now. So at the Masters, he won't be anywhere near a cut. At the Genesis, when he hasn't played in forever and his knee will be healthy until like Saturday or Sunday, yes, he will make the cut. Oh, Jones, you should have done your research. It's not I, just about the knee. I clearly didn't see It's not the about the knee. He's got plantar fasciitis, which mm. kept him out now of maybe, the world. Now, maybe you should have done your research. In December. Fasciitis. Fasciitis. Fasciitis is a much more serious political condition. Look into it. He has a fascist foot. <laughs> plantar Fasciitis. The rest of him very woke. Hey, the, yeah, the rest of him, but that the, foot. Uh, 95% See, of him I super woke, but that foot. It's Tiger just, got the fascism in the oh foot. My oh, my God. It's just the arch in the foot. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you want. It's just the arch. Nobody wants that. It, the arch is all over Twitter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think he's going to miss the cut. Absolutely. Because um, of that. I'll be honest. I didn't know about the fascist foot. That's news to me. Yeah, well, uh, here's. Super fascist foot. Here's wager number three. Number three. All right, you may have seen this in the news. A lot of recent chemical spills, train derailments, spy balloons being shot down, UFOs being shot down. The question is, will humanity survive to 2024? Yes or no? Megan. To 2024? Yes. Because, yes. look, if we get into a war with the aliens, which some people on Twitter were tagging me, they were concerned that I said the aliens were dumb because they went to Alaska and Canada oh, yeah, in wait, February. Wait, I forgot about they this. They were very triggered. Were those just like... They were like, why are you tempting the aliens? Were those just people in your mentions? Or those yeah. were like actual, like... Like the alien community on Twitter, know. which I've tapped into in the past. Rich, I'm always amazed at the corners we reach sometimes. Rich, Rich Keefe, like you have no idea the climate that the alien prefers. Rich Keefe could tell you, we've tapped into the deep alien community on, on social media before, and it's it's frightening when you tap in there. But what do you mean if we're in a war with the aliens? If it's we're in been, a war with the aliens. We are. It's been going on. I told you that earlier this week. We're in, we're in the I middle of it. I think it will take a little while. Open your third eye, Mega. <laughs> Please don't ask yeah, me to do that. That's gross. disgusting. What? <laughs> it's a saying. Okay. Arkan, I'm going to call Ken Laird in here. Oh, come H- on. HR. Um, yeah, because the war with the aliens is going to take a little while. I don't think it's going to be over, like, Independence Day. Like, okay, they station, you know, a ship over the White House and yep. over wherever else, and then it, boom, takes like a week. No, it's going to go on for a while. Uh, people did point out to me, I mean, humanity did win in that in that scenario. Like, I, I don't know how much longer we fought them off for, but humanity did win in that scenario We'll just give them COVID. Day. Uh, good point. Uh, my answer is yes. Some of us will survive until 2024. Some of us. The ones who give in to our alien overlords will survive until 2024. The people who say, you know what? Take the planet. Whatever. Let me keep doing the radio show over here. If, if I need to talk up, you know, our alien overlords, I'll do that. As long as it's not hot take bot taking my job, <laughs> I, I will succumb. And I will come over to the alien side. I can't side. wait till you're like, humans are trash. Human, you know these humans? Hum- humans overrated. It's Jones, <laughs> Kang, and Kodos on WEEI. <laughs> so some of us, some of humanity is going to make it to 2024. The ones who acknowledge what's going on out there in the war with the aliens. And the ones who are willing to take the side of the eventual winning side, the aliens. We will survive. We will make it to 2024. The collaborators. I don't know about you, Mego. <laughs> I don't know about you, Arcan. I'm not sure everybody's making it, but I feel very confident you know in me making it until 2024. You going to be fine? Who? Everybody in Houston, because they have the underground tunnel system. <laughs> it's true. So they can just go underground. We don't have any of that here. That's a good point. We don't have any place the to hunker down. The Northeastern students will be okay. Oh, the That's sky true. tunnels make us very easy targets, though. Now yeah, I'm starting to ask some questions Sky tunnels seem problematic. As beautiful as they are, they're not going to help with the alien no, invasion. No, 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 no. That seems problematic. No, they'll make an example out of those sky tunnels. I they imagine. will. So that, well, they'd probably just be jealousy, jealous of the architecture as well. It's true. They're like, you know, we've flown all, we've flown all over this, this vast universe. Sky tunnels. Good. 
Good call, humans. They'll probably preserve those. Forget things. the Sphinx. Have you seen these sky tunnels <laughs> on Mass Ave? They're incredible. Bring this back to our solar system. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's uh, that's our triple play. Our three burning questions. Was that the questions. worst triple play we've ever done? Uh, some would say it was the best. I thought it was pretty good. I would. Uh, I would. Anytime we're talking aliens, I'm I'm good or with fascist it. Fascist feet. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Please feel free to weigh in on all of that. We'll get back to the Celtics coming up next. You should have done your research. It's not I, just about the knee. I clearly didn't. It's see not the ankle. about the knee. He's no, got tricks. plantar fasciitis.